Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Second Take Podcast. Um, we're going to dive into some over-under win totals, finishing off the NFC with the NFC South and the NFC West. Uh, and we're just going to get over. We're just going to get this over with with the NFC South, probably the least fun division in all of football. So starting off with the Saints, nine and a half. What's your thoughts? I am going over on the Saints. I think this division is the worst division in football. I'm not even a big fan of the Saints as a team. Uh, and at nine and a half, they're probably going to get more than this. I think they have the easiest schedule in the NFL. They don't face any super difficult QBs, right? Probably the worst QB lineup, the easiest one uh, for this team. I go over on this one. I think this is a easy bet, honestly. So you're telling me that Baker Mayfield, Bryce Young, and who the crap is the freaking quarterback for the Falcons? He was the old Cincinnati QB for when they made the playoff. Desmond Ritter. Desmond Ritter doesn't scare you. It does not, especially against a Saints team that pro that does have the best defense in the division. Division. Yep. I picked the Saints team as my fantasy defense because they're going to get a lot of interceptions and they're going to force a lot of turnovers. Oh, yeah. They're playing three very bad quarterbacks. Bryce Young. To be determined, but TBD. But rookie. He's a rookie on the Panthers. And he's not 6'5 and can't run the ball like Cam Newton. So, also true. This division, man, they're going to win the division. I don't think it will. I mean, spoiler alert. Uh, <laughs> surprise, I surprise. Agree with you. I agree with you because just out of the mere fact that their schedule is so easy and they're the only team that has a veteran quarterback, whatever you want to say about Derek Carr, he's, he's the best quarterback in the division. Yeah, he's all right. They also have probably the most talent uh, in their playmaking side with Chris Olave. Say what you want about Michael Thomas. If he's healthy, he's one of the better receivers in the division. Um, playmakers and just the best defense. So I'm going over because they're probably going to sweep their division. They're going to get five wins at least out of their division because their division yeah. is so terrible. Yeah, I think this is the most so. com- this is the most competent team, kind of like what you were mentioning. Um, whether or not Michael Thomas plays and Alvin Kamara is going to miss like four games from a suspension, even with that, I I think this team is still more talented than all the other teams. Well, and then also, if you think this is the worst division of football, I think the AFC South is the worst division of football. They're matched up against each other. Oh, so they're the best team, maybe outside of Jacksonville, between yeah. the two divisions. So yeah. they should get eight wins alone just from the matchup they have with the AFC South in their own division. So I don't see, I mean, they could steal one against Green Bay or, you know, Detroit. And then they played the the chart, the, the uh, Rams late in the season when they're probably going to just wrap it up and tank. So. Yeah, 10 wins, pretty pretty straightforward for the Saints. Seems very doable. Would you bet this line? I would. I don't think you'll make too much money off of it, though. But nope. if, if you're just wanting to get something right, yeah, I would say this is 
one to get right. I, w- I would as well. If you want to just hedge your bets, you know, because you're going over on the Bears for whatever reason, then I would take this. But this is definitely a, a, uh, an over guarantee. That's a second take guarantee. That's as close as you can get, man. Guaranteed Saints. Moving on to the Bucks, who have the lowest line in the division, which honestly kind of surprises me a bit at six and a half. You know, I'm going under on this. Wow. <laughs> they, have, they have Baker Mayfield as their starting quarterback. Baker Mayfield, I, man, number one overall pick. You know, Rise he's. He had a couple, like his first two seasons were, were pretty decent, right? Let's be honest. They weren't bad. But ever since then, man, it's just gone all downhill for that guy. And, you know, he's now the QB. Their offensive line is completely gone. I mean, it was already gone last year, but still banged up this year, right? Like they have wide receivers. Uh, yeah. White, White their running back. He seems like he can be a decent he's running back. Good. Yeah, but like. I just don't know if this this team can score enough points with Baker Mayfield at, at the quarterback spot to win more games than this. They need to be one of those teams that's going for one of these great college QBs coming into the draft next year. Yeah, they're going to be a top three contender for Caleb Williams. So I'm going under as well. If this team couldn't have a winning record with Tom Brady yeah. as a quarterback and they got worse, arguably, it's not looking good for the Buccaneers. So. Smash the under there. They're if they got six wins, I'd be surprised. I agree. They're just old. Paid a lot of guys a lot of money. We're still there. Who are old? Yeah. Your best players, Mike Evans or Chris Godwin, and your receiver can only go go as far as your quarterback, who's Baker Mayfield. Yep, and their offensive line is not going to protect him either, and that just that doesn't look like it's going to be successful. They're screwed, so bet the under. Was fun while it lasted, though, huh? Oh, yeah. Tom Brady really made it spicy for that organization. Yeah, made it fun for three years, and back to mediocrity we go as Tampa Bay. I'm not a Bucks fan. I don't know why I'm speaking like I'm a Bucks fan. But for all you Bucks fans out there, I feel bad. Until you get Caleb Williams, then I don't feel bad anymore. (laughs) So you are probably the second worst team in the NFC. So that's a second take guarantee. Smash the under six under on the bucks. They're terrible. Now a line that I'm surprised with how they're so generous. Um, maybe I am just sleeping under a rock. It's the Panthers seven and a half. I guess somebody's got to beat the bucks. Right. So exactly. Maybe that's what they're thinking, but seven and a half for the Panthers who were terrible last year. Actually, I don't think this one's too crazy mostly because of who else is in the division, right? I'm going with the under on the Panthers, but I, I really do see them as like a seven-win team. Personally, I don't think Bryce Young is going to be awful. I think he'll be solid, uh, even though he's a little small. Uh, and this this team made improvements on the offensive side, right? They brought in Sanders from Philadelphia, brought in Thielen from Minnesota, drafted some young wide receivers, right? This is just going to be a young team. They have a decent defense. Um, I don't think there'll be anything too scary or intimidating. Um, but I think just seven wins is doable, but I'm still going with the un- under. Yeah, you know, I'd agree. Um, because 
They're definitely not. I don't think they're going to hit the over. They're not going to hit eight wins. Um, Probably not. Just because of the, the talent discrepancy is just too big. And it's a rookie quarterback. Unless Bryce Young is just this generational talent, he's not good enough to carry this team to a winning record or even close to it. Um, and I think the reason why it is so high is because they're division. You've got games that are going to be close between them and the Falcons. And they should honestly take care of business against the Bucks for reasons we explained just previously. So I think seven wins, I think six and a half would have been a better line for them in terms of a more realistic line. I think seven and a half, just too much for me. Uh, so we're going to go on the under. Would you bet this line though? The, uh, this was one I would try to stay away from, honestly, because if Bryce Young does pull up and he is really good, they could get eight to nine wins if if he's that guy right away, right? I don't expect him to be, and it doesn't sound like you do either, but there is a chance, right? He was the first pick for a reason, right? He has a high ceiling, um, but I, I would stay away from this one. I don't think it's like a guaranteed under, even though I think it's, it is likely that they are under. Yeah, they could mess around and win three out of their last four because Tampa Bay will probably they end with Tampa Bay so they're going to be trying to lose at that point yeah Jacksonville at that point could have wrapped up the division they play them second to last so they might they might get a W there just because Jacksonville might not try yeah um, and then Atlanta's a winnable game and Green Bay's they're definitely I think underdogs in that game but that they have four winnable games at the end of the year, depending on if Jacksonville decides to just rest Trevor Lawrence at that point. So I feel that it is a scary line, like you're saying. I wouldn't put any money. I'd stay away from the Panthers. Because who knows? Like, the Saints could get a bunch of injuries as well. Yeah. And oh, so, that would so that, that would make this division so muddy. Like, that would be terrible. If the, if the Saints got hurt and had some bad injuries that would just that'd be rough so stay away from this line don't bet it unless you want to we're not your financial advisors um, and moving on to the last team in the division the falcons at eight and a half right on that 500 mark how are you feeling this one is really hard for me because i feel like the panthers no, not the Panthers. The Falcons do have more talent overall than the Panthers right now, right? They have a that kind of like run game on offense where they keep the game close. They control the clock. Uh, how good is Desmond Ritter going to be? I don't really know. Um, I'm going to go over. I feel like they're going to be the overachieving team of this NFL season, right? Um just due to the fact they got Bijan Robinson now, they have Tyler Algier as the other running back. They have Cordell Patterson. They have three running backs who can all three play. Like they're gonna run the football a lot, right? So they're gonna be in a lot of close games. And if they can come away with these wins, I could see them getting nine wins, especially in this division. Yeah, they're the only other team that has a chance at winning games against uh, New Orleans. Yeah. And for that fact, they should at least get three or four wins in their division. 
Uh, I don't know, though. I really don't know. They're at that eight or nine win mark. The line is perfect for them. I think this yeah. is one of the best lines we have seen since we've done this segment of our podcast. Because they're just that perfect 500 team. They're that team that is going to run the ball a ton. They're going to control time of possession. But they're you're not really scared of them. You know what I mean? Not It doesn't feel like they have that many explosive players. I mean, I know they have that USC wide receiver who was a rookie last year. Uh, is pretty solid. But they have Kyle Pitts still, who is always underachieved for whatever reason. Like. Dude. Like this team could be something, but could like be something, but no. But like we're yeah, it just doesn't it doesn't quite feel like it's gonna click fully, and then they're just gonna be that grinded out team. If Desmond Renner just becomes a game manager and basically a second running back on the field, I could see them going over. It just depends on whether or not Desmond Renner makes a bunch of mistakes. Yeah, uh, because their run game is gonna be crazy. They have depth at the running back position galore. They tripled down on their system, which is run, 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 run. Run the ball a bunch of different ways. Throw screen passes. So there there won't be a ton of room for Desmond Ritter to make mistakes because he's not going to be their first or second option on offense. So with that in mind, I'm probably going to go with the over as well. Nine wins. I'd stay away from this line because they're their their margin for error is very low. Yeah. Um, but they also play the Panthers and the Bucks twice. So I would say if I were trying to make money, this is a one of the risky bets I would take on the over, just mostly because of what the rest of the division looks like. And if the Saints aren't quite as good as we think they will be, which seems very unlikely, I think this is an over that would make you a good amount of money. Yeah. I personally would kind of stay away from it, but <laughs> they're not the guarantees that the Saints and the Bucks are. Nope, they are not. So any question on <laughs> who we have winning the division? Nope, Saints, and I don't see anyone else making the playoffs. Yeah, no. Yeah, this is uh, definitely a division we won't be watching much on Sundays, that's for sure. Sorry, Saints fans. Sorry, they're fans of this division. But moving on to a a more interesting division, at least, wrapping up the series. We have the NFC West, starting off with a line that I honestly think is a very interesting line. The Cardinals at three and a half. I have no idea where to go here. You know, I'm going with the under on this one. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, man. This team, so bad. this is like, this feels like a generational tank, man. They traded away Isaiah Simmons, who was the top 15 pick for a seventh round pick. And he's played like two years in the NFL. And they, they traded away someone else too for a really low draft pick. Like, this team is just trying to tank. They cut Colt McCoy, who was a veteran QB, to bring in to bring much, in yeah. Jo- yeah to bring in Joshua That's Dobbs. Like this team is not trying to win football games. They're trying to suck, and I believe that they're going to suck. So 
I'm going with the under on the three and a half. I think three wins is probably what we're going to see. The question is, is are they going to be good enough at sucking to fulfill their goal? Houston wasn't. Yeah. We know that. Um, Feels like some of these teams really mess it up at the end of the season. The, especially. That's what I'm saying, because who do they play? They play Seattle, who depending on whether or not they're within reach of the, of the title for their division will depend on whether or not Seattle even tries. Because I think Seattle's that team, that team right behind uh, Dallas. I mean, we'll get into it more. That is a wild card team. Yeah. So they'll probably be trying because the record will be close. Philadelphia won't be trying at this point in the season. They have their, That's their second game. Chicago. Chicago's a little bit... I mean, Chicago's better than Houston. Or than, than Arizona. But who knows? You know, that game could get out of hand. So, I don't know. I... Ugh. I'm going to go under because they, they, they yeah. just suck. They just yeah. suck so bad. And you can't say over on the Cardinals this year. Oh, I mean, but well, I don't know if I'd bet it. And I feel like every year there's at least one team that's only getting like two or three wins anyways. And I think this would be the team this year. Like even Chicago, I think Chicago is going to try to win, right? Like Chicago doesn't really have any reason to tank anymore. It feels like, I mean, if they like their QB. So even that team, I feel like would beat the Cardinals. So, Cardinals are trying to lose. It's a shame. Kyler Murray's going to be playing a lot of Call of Duty. Oh, yes. And he probably uh, won't even be on the team next year. No, he won't. I I feel bad for the players that are actually on the team. Uh, because as a player, you want to win. Yeah. You know what I mean? But the only to be th- on one of these teams. The only thing I could say is some of these guys might not have gotten a chance on other teams, and this is their opportunity to step up and earn a contract somewhere else. But, yeah, there's going to be a lot of losing there. A lot of losing. Moving on to the Seattle Seahawks, which I think have the most interesting line in this division at 9.5, a A little bit less than what they, they achieved last year. Um. What are your thoughts on the Seattle Seahawks? I'm going with the over on the Seahawks. I really like this team. I think Geno Smith is going to have another great year. They added another wide receiver, um, young wide receiver, Jackson Smith. Uh, They added another running back with uh, Kenneth Walker. I think this offense is going to be super explosive, and they already were good last year. And then on defense... You know, they have that quarterback who was, I believe, second team all pro as a rookie, right? He's just going to keep getting better. Jamal Adams is still back there. I think this is a really good team and a team that's going to compete as one of the better teams in the NFC. Yeah, I'd have to agree. I think, uh, especially with the fact that they play the Cardinals twice and they play the Rams twice. I mean, yeah. the Rams are kind of a wild card, but. Um, that they're going to get. And then they can compete with the Niners. Uh, which is saying something. Uh, they have, like you said, depth 
at the receiver position galore with DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, and Jackson Smith and Jigba. Uh, they have a solid defense. They have a one-two punch in the backfield. I don't see why they wouldn't be good. Uh, they wouldn't be as good as they were last year, like you're saying. So I would go over. Would you bet the line? Yeah, this is a line I feel really good about. Actually, I really like the Seahawks uh, this season specifically. Like, I wouldn't be that surprised if they made it to essentially the semif- the semifinal and potentially got to the Super Bowl, depending on how good Geno Smith was. Wow, that's yeah. very high. Yeah. Nobody has them that high, that's for sure. But I guess their only competition will move right on into it, the 49ers. Their line's at 10.5, a, a game higher. What do you think of this line with the Niners? I'm going over. Um, I don't think they'll be as good as they were last year, right? Because last year they had a slow start, and then they really exploded. I just don't see them having that same slow start, but I don't think they'll be as good as they were as they ended the season. Um, plus, I think between the for, the Seahawks and the Niners, they're both going to beat up on the Rams and the Cardinals. I think it'll be really hard for either of those teams to take a game from them. Um, I just... So I see four easy wins potentially for the 49ers, and they're still a pretty good team. Um, I just don't see them falling off that far from last year. Yeah, I, I actually, I'm going with the over. I don't see them being any worse than they did last year, mostly because they can start the year with the with whichever quarterback they choose between Sam Donald and Brock, Brock Purdy. Purdy. I believe Purdy is the starter, so. Um, and they essentially have the same weapons that they did last year. Uh, yeah, I, I definitely have them at 11 wins. They're just too talented all around to not be that good, especially in a division where there's only really one true threat. So I think that's an easy over. I would bet that line uh, 10.5. I don't know why it's that low. I mean, they won, what, 12 games last year? Something like that, 12-13. I do think um, it's a big year for Brock Purdy, though, um, to see if he is the franchise guy for San Francisco because um, he did come in last year to a really good team. He did play really good, but now teams are more ready for him, right? Teams are expecting him to be the starter, and we're going to see what he's really about. Yeah, it's true. It's going to be an interesting year for the Niners and their quarterback situation. Um, Moving on to the last team in the division, the Rams, Los Angeles Rams. Two years, well, Two years removed, two seasons removed from winning the Super Bowl. They still got Donald, they still got Stafford, and they got Cup. Everybody else decided to abandon ship, though. So their line's at six and a half. I think this is a hard one to bet. Where do you have it? Where do you have Pers- it finishing? I, I'm going with the under. I don't okay. think this I don't think this team is very good. I'm not really impressed with their defense. I mean, I know they have Aaron Donald, but they did also trade Jalen Ramsey to Miami this year. Um, Matthew Stafford had, didn't have a good year last year. I mean, he was really good for a long time. He was good when they won the Super Bowl, kind of fell off last year. I've heard reports that he's having a hard time connecting with the younger teammates on the team, right? 
And it's like, you know, you got to have some of that chemistry there. Um, they never can run the ball with Sean McVay for whatever reason. I mean, Todd Gurley hasn't been there for years now. Uh, I just, I, Cooper Cup seems like he's hurt. He might miss a couple games to start the year. I don't think this team is very good. I think they're going to be a repeat of last year. But they do finally have their own first-round pick after trading them all away to win the Super Bowl. So I have to agree with you. They have a very difficult schedule. Um, outside of the Colts in Week Four, and maybe the—I mean—they play the Cardinals, of course. But other than that, I don't think they're going to be favored in any of the games they play. So they start—they're—they're going to start zero three: Seattle, San Francisco, Cincinnati. Oh, that's tough. Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, Dallas. Yeah, that's not—that's so, not an easy schedule. They have an insanely difficult schedule because, one, you have Seattle and San Francisco in your division. You match up against teams like Dallas, Cincinnati, um, and the Saints that are outside of your division. So outside of Arizona, again, the Colts week four, it's going to be very difficult for them to win. So I'm going to go with the under as well. Uh it's tough. I don't know if I've ever seen a team go from winning the Super Bowl to a complete dumpster fire just a season later and having the same core. I mean, I feel like that's what happens when you trade away all of your draft picks to get win now guys, right? I mean, they had Jalen Ramsey. He's now gone. They had Odell Beckham Jr. He got hurt, and now he's gone. They had Vaughn Miller. He's now gone. Like, all these extra guys who they brought in the year they won, essentially, are now gone. But like you said, they still have Darnold and Cup and Stafford. But it's just around those edges, they lost all those extra pieces that they had, and they weren't able to fill them back in. Just had empty voids. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, you can't win with three guys in the NFL. So uh, I was just surprised more so last year how they just completely fell apart but yeah la- last year was a surprise now i kind of expect the same kind of expect the falling apart that's true um w- would you bet this line would you bet the under yeah i i feel actually i feel pretty good about betting the under on this one also think you could make some money on this one because i bet a lot of people would go with the over you know, L.A. teams, they get LA the little extra boost. True. Which line are you more comfortable with, the Cardinals or the Rams? The Rams on the under, just because three wins is so little that sometimes teams just mess around and win for whatever reason. Um, and it feels like that, that could happen with the Cardinals at some point, but just because you never know. I agree. There's more room for error with the Rams. Yeah, as far as wins go. So uh, moving on to probably the most interesting question of this podcast so far. Who do you have winning the NFC West? NFC West, I have the Seahawks winning this division, and I got 49ers as the second playoff team. I have the Niners. I have the Niners. I think they're just a more well-rounded team, but 
Why do you pick the Seahawks over the Niners? I think that Geno Smith is better than Brock Purdy right now. I know Purdy really caught the league by storm, but he was really a game manager for the most part on a super talented San Francisco team, right? Now, I just think Seattle was a really young team that was really good, and they just added even more depth to that team. And I think they have all of the weapons on both sides of the ball to really compete with San Francisco. And I think they're close to Philadelphia, maybe not quite there, because I like Hurts better than the other QBs of this division. But that's kind of why I'm going with them. So you have the Seattle Seahawks as the second best team in the NFC. Yeah. Okay. I definitely think they're up there. I would actually compare them more to the Dallas Cowboys. I think they're on that tier. I think the Niners are just a tier above. Yeah. A little a step ahead. They have the Niners have the best defense in football. And if it weren't for, you know, having a seventh round pick as your quarterback in Brock Purdy, this team would be the best team in the NFL. Probably so, if they had a legit, legit QB. And Kyle Shanahan has always showed us that he can work with an average quarterback and win a lot of football games. So I am just going to go with the fact that an onslaught of playmakers on the offensive side of the ball and the best defense in football can win your division unless you're playing Patrick Mahomes. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. I think the Niners are the team that gives the Eagles the best shot in a playoff match. Um, mostly because of that defense and Brock Purdy, does he have to be more than a game manager to win 12 games this year? I don't know. I don't think so. But I think to win in the playoffs, I do think he has to be a little bit more than that for this team at least. And I mean, I think the Niners, if I were to list out who I thought were like the top teams, I'd say Niners would be number three in the NFC, but just the way uh, the playoff seating works, it my prediction would put them as the three seed, right? But I do think yeah. they're the third best team in this uh, this side of the NFL. Yeah, I, I definitely think Seattle is going to beat up on whoever wins in the NFC, uh, what is it, the NFC North. I think that's probably the team that's going to have the lowest seeded uh Division, division whether, whether whether it be Minnesota or the Lions, I think they're going to beat them. But then they're going to probably match up against Philadelphia, and I think that's where it ends. That would be a good game, um, though. I think. Yeah, I do. I do agree. I think Philly would 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 take that game, but I do think it'd be really competitive as well. That's interesting. I don't. I haven't heard many people. Um pick the Seahawks over the Niners. I think the Niners are kind of the favorite to win this division pretty handily just because of, I mean, what I explained their Their overall depth is insane. Yeah, super talented I, team. I think that they're one, the Seahawks' one advantage is Geno Smith. Yeah. I don't, I'm not a big Geno Smith guy, though. I don't, I mean, any quarterback can have a good year. Can he back it up? He's paid. Yep. He's ready to go. He's got even more weapons now. So all the pressure's on Geno Smith in Seattle. 
Yeah, you know, but if he has another good year, I think it would be a good reason to see how legit he is. And if he is legit, I, I would feel pretty good about this team. I mean, if he goes back to the old Geno Smith, not good for the Seahawks. Well, yeah, I'm not saying he's going to be the New York Jets version of what he was. I just, I mean, it's hard for me to believe Geno Smith in a world that I live in is a top 10 caliber quarterback. Yeah. And that's what it takes to beat this Niners defense. So, I mean, I'm, I think this is the most intriguing battle, though, when it comes to who's going to win the division. Maybe outside of the Lions and the Vikings. Yeah, because these two teams, teams, they're better. Yeah, those two. Lions and the Vikings are pretty equal, but they're just, they're nowhere near the caliber team the Niners or even the Seahawks are. Yeah. Um, But. Yeah, I'd, I'd have to go with the Niners. Just their depth is insane. Their defense is the best, not even questionable. Their defense is the best in the NFL. And if Brock Purdy can produce at 70% of what he was last year when healthy, I mean, this team is a scary team. Yeah, and I will say, I mean, if he comes out and he has a Pro Bowl type of season, 49ers are going to be scary, right? They're going to be right up there, if not better, than the Eagles. It's funny that, I mean, both teams, the question mark is their quarterback. Is Geno going to repeat the success he had last year? Is Brock Purdy a legit NFL quarterback? Yeah. And if both of the answers are yes to that question, are you still taking Seattle? Yeah, I still would. I think okay. I think uh, Geno Smith was better than Brock Purdy last year. Um Overall, Geno Smith had he he had a really really good season. Um, borderline top ten QB last year, just going off of one one season. So, fair enough. Let us know in the comment section who you have winning uh, the NFC West, and if you have the Cardinals winning more than three games. Hey, big number, big number. All right. If you liked what we had to talk about, consider subscribing. Check out our YouTube channel, um, and we will see you next time. Support us. Hey, DraftKings, hit us up.